Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Gen Z Economist Show. I'm your host, Jarrett Templeton, and today I'll explain how your 401k might be stealing your money. In this podcast, we're going to go over what is the 401k, how your 401k steals your money, and what you can do about it. So stick around to find out. Well, to start off the podcast, we have a quick legal disclaimer. I'm not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Everyone's situation is unique, and these are simply my opinions. So, what is the 401k? Well, according to Investopedia, the 401k was invented in 1979 by Ted Benna as a way for employees to take tax-deferred compensation instead of pay. Since the money in the account is invested, the idea is that it will protect your savings against inflation through gains in dividends and stock values so that you have something to retire on. Essentially, a 401k is a retirement account that takes your pre-tax dollars and allows you to invest them. Oftentimes, employer-sponsored 401ks will have a match where they match a certain percentage of the money that you contribute to the account. This match is one of the things that makes a 401k so attractive. In some examples, an uh, employer may match uh, up to 6% of your pay uh, that you contribute. So that's a 100% match on uh, up to 6 to 6% of your pay. So 401ks have some strings attached, though. You can't take the money out of the account without paying taxes on it. And there's also an additional 10% penalty tax if you withdraw money before age 59 and a half. There are a few exceptions, such as using the money for a down payment on your first house, paying medical expenses, or qualified higher education expenses. And according to Statista, the value of all American 401ks totaled around $7.26 trillion in 2021. That's trillion with a T. You could buy over 17,000 747 jumbo jets with that much cash. That is a staggering amount of money, and this is important because there's a much larger incentive to steal from a big pile of money rather than a change purse. So, now that we know a little bit more about the 401k, I'll explain how the program takes advantage of you. So, how is your 401k stealing from you? Well, there's fees, ETFs, and mutual funds. So fees are the cost of operating your 401k. The bank or financial institution in charge of your 401k isn't a charity. Far from it. They're farmers, and you are their cash cow. Typically, these fees are nominal, and you probably won't notice them. However, the half a percent to 2% fee combined with a minimum inflation rate of about 2% puts you needing it at least 4% to break even. So those fees can catch up on you. So remember how I said you were a cash cow? <clears throat> well, most 401ks invest your money into ETFs or mutual funds. ETFs are exchange-traded funds that typically track an index or sector, whereas a mutual fund is essentially an actively managed bundle of assets. But what are these assets? Well, the mutual funds within your 401k have long names meant to make everything seem more complicated. Your average Joe doesn't care what's in these mutual funds because they believe it's too sophisticated for them. And maybe so. However, I think it's at least worth taking a look under the hood. After all, it's your retirement. So, let's take a look at some common mutual funds that can be found in 401ks and see what's in them. So, remember we said this is like a basket uh, a basket of funds with uh, you know stocks and companies that has all kinds of different things in it. And oftentimes, you'll be uh, tracking something like American companies or American uh, tech companies. You get the idea. So, the American Funds New Perspective Fund uh, that trades under FNPFX uh, contains 7.56% Tesla, 3.98% Microsoft, and 3.03% Meta. 
So it's some of its top three holdings are these big American tech stocks. Fidelity Growth Equity, FDGRX, has 10.99% Apple and 8.59% NVIDIA. The American Growth Funds of America stock, uh, mutual fund, uh, going under AGTHX, has 8.51% Tesla. So these are just a, a three that I picked at random. As you can tell, all of them have uh, very high weights of uh, you know, American tech stocks. Now, they're smaller percentages, but these are a basket. So these are, they typically disclose their top 10 holdings, and these are among their top 10. They almost always have American tech stocks. So as you can see, uh, that's what these funds have in common is they're holding these tech stocks. And while these three may not represent every fund out there, it is concerning how many uh, contain overvalued tech stocks that would suffer tremendously from a recession. With the Federal Reserve raising interest rates, this, this could be concerning if you have a lot of money in a 401k, especially if you're getting close to retirement. So I would encourage all of our listeners that have a 401k to take a deeper look at where their money is and decide if that's where they actually want it. I think a lot of people would be upset if they realized just how much of their retirement was wrapped up in stocks like Tesla and Facebook. So that brings us to step number two, the tax deferral myth. Well, the largest so-called advantage of a 401k is that you can use your pre-tax income to invest and pay the taxes on your withdrawals when you retire. However, there are a few concerns with deferring your tax obligations. For example, uh, do you believe that the government will lower or raise taxes by the time you're 59 and a half? Now, this isn't necessarily a trick question. The federal government has both raised and lowered tax rates. However, over the last 100 years, tax rates in the lower and middle class have risen considerably. With a government that's over $35 trillion in debt, I think we can safely presume that tax cuts are less likely than tax hikes. Remember how I said that $7 trillion in 401k funds were a big target? Well, since that money hasn't been taxed yet, it presents Uncle Sam with an opportunity to amend the tax code so that they can take a few more cookies out of that cookie jar. Essentially, you're gambling that the rates will remain the same or be lower when you retire. If the rates go up significantly, you could lose all of those so-called gains. Speaking of losing your gains, that brings us to inflation. Well, inflation, it's probably the most troublesome thing facing your 401k right now. The official U.S. inflation rate for 2021 was 7% and 6.5% for 2022. That's using the CPI numbers, which, uh, if you take a look at, are very likely understated. So, so far, inflation does not seem to be going away in 2023 either. So what does this mean? Well, essentially, the dollars in your retirement account have lost 6.5% of their purchasing power last year. So in order to actually gain purchasing power, your portfolio would have to gain 6.5% plus call it another 2% for fees, you could be looking at having to make 8.5% just to break even each year. And this brings us to why 401k mutual funds tend to have these riskier tech stocks. They have to try to get a higher yield in order for you to make money. So keep an eye out for that because even though your 401k account may look positive, when adjusting for inflation, it may not be. And like I said, there's a lot of risk here uh, considering that the Federal Reserve is continuing to raise interest rates you know, we have some of the highest rates we've had in a while, and uh, that could really affect our, our stock market, especially in these tech stocks that are laying off uh, thousands and thousands of people right now. So when considering that all of your, you know, a considerable portion of most people's 401ks are in these big tech stocks like Google, Facebook, uh, Amazon, NVIDIA, you know, with these companies uh, losing profits, having shrinking profit margins and laying off uh, thousands of employees, it may not be a great idea to have your retirement in those 
uh, places right now. So a lot of 401ks, they are actively managed, but you have to actually consider, do these companies managing my retirement have my best interests in mind? And are they confident of what they're doing? Maybe they do have your best interests in mind, but if they're not moving your investment around and, and trying to safeguard you from uh, these potentialities, well, you might want to take a, take a look for yourself. So what can you do about it? Well, if you're someone who wants a little bit more control over your retirement money, there are several options available. You have the Roth 401k. It's like a 401k, but you pay the taxes up front, similar to a Roth IRA. The downside is that not all employers offer this option and you'll be limited to certain brokers if it's still through your employer, but you can still be eligible for a match sometimes. This is nice because like we talked about, if uh, income tax uh, rates go up, or if you're in a higher tax bracket when you're withdrawing your retirement money, you might be paying higher taxes. But with the Roth 401k, your money is post-tax dollars. So anything that you earn uh, that's coming out of that account, you're not having to pay uh, income taxes on that. So it could really save you some money in the long run if uh, interest rates, go, I mean, uh, tax rates go up. So you can also roll over your retirement account into a self-directed retirement account that allows you to pick the stocks, ETFs, and funds you invest in. You can also make changes as needed. So this would allow you to keep some of the tax advantages while avoiding the mutual funds that charge a management fee. So essentially you're managing that money yourself. You can choose what stocks you would like to purchase. And uh, there's some advantages there as well. So you can also get into a self-directed IRA. So the benefit of a self-directed IRA is that it typically has lower fees and you get to decide how your money's invested. So like we talked about, depending on the broker that you go with, you may be able to invest in cryptocurrencies, precious metals, or even foreign currency. These are typically beyond the scope of a 401k. So you have a lot more option there besides these mutual funds, which seem to be designed around uh, tech stocks. So you also have the Roth IRA. It's another form of an IRA. So like the Roth 401k, you're investing with post-tax dollars, so you don't have to pay taxes on withdrawals. Uh, I think it, I really think that these IRAs are good to look at if your employer doesn't offer a match. Uh, because if your employer is offering you a match, that gives you a considerable amount of money that you're getting free from your employer as compensation. It's not necessarily free, but you, you wouldn't get it unless you put money into your 401k. So uh, that can be a pretty big deal. But if you don't have a match, look at an IRA. I think, I think there's a lot of benefit there. Well, that's it for today, folks. Hopefully you have a better understanding of what a 401k is. And I encourage you to take a look and see where your retirement is invested in. At the very least, take a more active role in your finances. Well, thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope you found it useful. If you did, please leave a like and subscribe for more. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast, please take the time to leave me a rating to help the show grow. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next one.